What's going on, guys? This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, the show that will help you escape the Wall Street casino and build wealth on Main Street by investing in real estate. I'm your host, Taylor Lote. I'm a real estate investor, and I help busy people passively invest in commercial real estate, specifically in apartment building and self-storage properties. If you're interested in learning more, just go to investwithtaylor.com, fill out the form, schedule a call with me, and I'll look forward to speaking with you soon. Just doing a solo episode for you guys today to share some recent updates about the real estate space and what's going on. So I'm recording this episode here at the end of the day on Wednesday, April 27th, so the day before the episode is released. And there's some interesting information that just came out today from the Mortgage Bankers Association. And I'm going to be reading a quote, a few quotes for you today from a press release from the Mortgage Bankers Association. If you want to read that yourself, there's a link in the show notes straight to it. You can, again, read it for yourself and pull all of the quotes and, of course, draw your own conclusions. I don't want to tell you what to think. I just want to share the information and my analysis of what's going on. So the article starts off by sharing the conclusion with us. Mortgage applications decreased 8.3% from one week earlier, according to data from the Mortgage Bankers Association Weekly Mortgage Application Survey for the week ending April 22nd, 2022. So that's last week. Moving on in the article, the market composite index, a measure of mortgage loan application volume, decreased 8.3% on a seasonally adjusted basis from one week earlier. On an unadjusted basis, the index decreased 7% compared with the previous week. The refinance index decreased 9% from the previous week and was 71% lower than the same week one year ago. The seasonally adjusted purchase index decreased 8% from one week earlier. The unadjusted purchase index decreased 7% compared with the previous week and was 17% lower than the same week one year ago. So that's all from the first paragraph. There's quite a bit here. I'm not going to read the whole article for you if you want to check it out. Again, the link is in the show notes. This all leads me to the conclusion that the Fed's increased interest rates are having much of the desired effect in that they're reducing demand for housing, reducing purchasing power, and potentially will help slow the market down. Anecdotally, I'm still involved in the market myself, and I have not seen or experienced a slowdown. Properties in my area, that is single-family properties that are, folks are purchasing for a primary residence. There are some investors involved, but in this space, the prices are too high for cash flows. It's mostly people buying their primary residence. Competition is still very fierce. Properties are still closing well above asking prices with no contingencies involved. So there is a slight cool off in the market, but it's still very hot. And by my mind, we still have a long way to go until things really change and we really see a shift or what one might consider a correction in the residential real estate market. Something very important that I take out of that first paragraph is that the refinance index year over year was 71% lower than the same week one year ago. Now, that is not surprising because rates are so much higher right now than they were a year ago. People are far less motivated to refinance their mortgages, right? Why would you refinance from a lower interest rate mortgage into a higher one. There are reasons to do that, but a year ago, 
or earlier in COVID, rates were so much lower that you could almost guaranteed get a lower rate on your mortgage by refinancing. So we're seeing cooling off in the market, or at least these initial signs of cooling off in the real estate market. I'm sure all of you out there keep an eye on the broader financial news, and you're seeing what's happening in the stock market. Now, here on the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, we refer to Wall Street as a casino because, well, frankly, I think that's the way most people treat it. And I think that's the way a lot of the media treats it. But either way, if you're keeping an eye on that information on the financial media, you've probably seen that most of the market is colossally down from earlier this year, really headed downward. So bad news in the stock market. So we're seeing rising rates having a pretty major impact on the more easily traded you know, Wall Street type of securities. And we're seeing some indications that there will be cooling off in the real estate market. The Fed has taking, taken a pretty hawkish stance on inflation and how they're going to treat inflation the rest of the year with a number of proposed rate hikes. First off, they were talking about 25 point 25 basis points, excuse me, rate hikes of the federal funds rate, a few of them the rest of this year up to six. And now there have been indications of increasing that to 50 basis point increases in the federal funds rate, which is a massive increase in the federal funds rate. And if they do it up to six times, like they've some of some of them have indicated that might happen, I think we're going to see even more turmoil in the publicly traded markets. And that may end up getting to real estate. It's hard to predict the future. I'm becoming more skeptical that the Federal Reserve is really going to do all of the proposed rate hikes. They're, I think they're going to come to a battle when it comes to fighting inflation and also fighting unemployment. Now, unemployment right now is very, very low, right? The Fed has a dual mandate for stable prices, which is limiting inflation and maximizing employment or minimizing unemployment, getting to that optimal level. Once again, unemployment right now is very low, but with interest rates going up so considerably, if that lasts for a long time, then in my mind, we can expect unemployment to start to increase as companies dial back their hiring efforts. So what is the conclusion that we should draw out of this? Well, I think it's important to not be too hasty to draw a conclusion, but more broadly, whenever there's a time of turmoil in the markets, no matter what market it is, whether it's real estate or the publicly traded market, uh, Wall Street, in my opinion, we need to make sure we step back and focus on having a long-term focus and a long-term drive in our investments. If we're here for the long run, then we need to bear that in mind and not get too overwhelmed by the turmoil of today. We should invest in real estate deals for cash flow first with an eye on, again, the long term and making it through some of these less certain periods, right? We don't really know what's going to happen, but right now it looks like interest rates are going to continue to go up. The single family market remains competitive and the supply will be short in most markets still for, for quite a while, probably for the rest of the year. That's going to force people to continue to rent. There's a shortage of housing more broadly, not just available inventory on the market, but just total number of units versus demand. There's a shortage in most major markets. So that is definitely a bullish factor for real estate investors and people who own property in those markets. But when times are uncertain, when we're potentially getting to a period where 
you know, unemployment might become a concern again down the road as the Fed continues to tighten. And once businesses start to feel that, we need to be, again, ready for those uncertain times. Make sure we have reserves to get through. Make sure our debt is set up so that we are not going to have a major spike in our debt service. That's something that folks experienced right before the Great Recession, and that drove much of the Great Recession back in 2008. So continue to keep an eye on the market. I will continue to keep you updated about changes in the market that I think are relevant to real estate investors. Right now, once again, we're seeing a decrease in mortgage applications. So that means the increasing interest rates are likely having their effect, but it will still take some time for that to really take hold and for the market to reduce or come back down in its competitiveness. We still have a shortage of housing in the vast majority of major markets out there, which is a bullish factor for folks who own rental property, especially more affordable rental properties. So keep an eye out, mortgage applications down, refinance applications way, way down from last year. And I will keep you updated with any major changes that I think will affect real estate investors out there. Thanks for tuning into this solo episode. We'll be right back here on Monday with Drew McConaughey talking about insurance knowledge for passive syndication investors. Until then, I hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you later.